Today's episode is sponsored by the 2023 Rhode Island Business Summit, presented by Stella Business Concepts on September 21st at the Event Factory in Warwick, Rhode Island. Join us to connect with B2B vendors, amazing networking opportunities, and guest speakers like Patricia Ratskin, who will talk to you about podcasting for your business, leadership with Mary Sullivan, or customer retention with me, Erica Sicoccio, and more. We have panelists, and we also have a very fun, amazing Lunch and Learn with Rhode Island comic Poppy Champlin. Tickets are on sale now. Visit our website at www.stellabusinessconcepts.com. See you there. Hey guys, Erica Scosho here with Practical Biz Podcast. We're so happy you tuned in today. We have another amazing entrepreneur uh, from the wonderful state of Rhode Island. Um, and before we dive into that, today's episode is going to be called uh, Family Matters. And as you know, my core values, I talk about family all of the time. Um, and many businesses um, are small businesses uh, that are run by family members or with family members. Um, and there are benefits, pros and cons to that. And today's story, we're going to talk a little bit about this family's uh, journey into entrepreneurship together. So we have Samantha and Jordan. Jordan is off camera. Uh, she decided she was going to be over there, but maybe she'll pop in at the end. Um, and Samantha Barth, who are the owners of Reaper Reaper's Beauty Co. Did I say it correct? So tell us a little bit about Reaper's Beauty Co. So we are a small business. We are based out of our kitchens in East Providence. We started in August of 2019. Uh, we, I went to Jordan with a concept, so to speak, after seeing another family member with their business and being jealous because I missed fairs and connecting with people if she would be willing to make body care products with me so we could spend more time together. And what I thought was going to just be a little hobby turned into a legitimate business. That is awesome. That's amazing. So uh, you said 2019? Yeah. All right. So you guys are still fairly new. You're, you're newly entrepreneurs. Yes. Yeah. So what would you say uh, surprised you so far in your very short little journey? That was still here. Oh. <laughs> well, congratulations. Running. Yeah, congratulations. I mean, that in itself is a feat. Um, especially starting during during the pandemic, right? Um, so sometimes taking those um, things that maybe don't look so great or negative, you turn it into a positive, right? So mm -hmm. pandemic, you said, hey, while we're together 24-7, trapped in our houses, <laughs> let's do this, let's do this together. So tell us, um, well, how did you select body cam products? How did you, like, make that be the thing? Uh... I just kind of looked around Facebook, honestly, like what were my friends doing? What were they offering? Who was sharing things? And nobody that I knew was posting about like body scrubs or lip balms or any of that. So that's kind of where we went. Yeah. So um, 
you know, the, the beauty space is definitely a very competitive space. So even like that, you said that you've even made it, you know, two years in that, that means you're doing something right. Um, so tell us a little bit about, um, what did you find easiest when starting the business that surprised you maybe? Our workflow, really. It was pretty much a, this is what I want to make. What do you want to make? And we pretty much just kind of divide and conquered. Okay. So um, working together in a, in a family unit has uh, pros and cons. What would you say? Um, you said that it brought you guys together. So that's certainly a very good pro. What would you say was something that was unexpected um, that maybe was a challenge that you guys overcame? I guess her moving out. Okay. Because now we're in two kitchens versus okay. one kitchen and... There's not as much communication while products are being made versus before where it was, hey, can you come here real quick and sure. check sure. this out? So do you think that you're, well, I know the answer because I'm a business coach, but do you think that you will probably come up with some type of systems, operation systems, things like that, that are like concrete written down like most businesses have? So when you say communication, like would it be, this is how we'll order products or this is how we will fulfill the next orders do you guys have you guys done that already well we did start talking about that earlier okay not this in january yeah yeah oh. so so yeah so what you'll find as your business evolves is you'll start to treat it more as a business not a hobby and you'll start to formalize some more things mm -hmm. which also um certainly helps with communication but it also helps when a challenge comes up um it will be already kind of determined how you'll handle that challenge. So I think that that is um, definitely one thing I found in my business, working with my family members. There's a whole lot of us, like six of us that work <laughs> together. So um, to to uh, separate business and um, the family part was uh, still, I want to say, it's still something that we still sometimes have challenges around. But um, at the end of the day, we all love each other. So that always helps make things better. Um, he giggles in the back. <laughs> um, so tell me, it's just the two of you, right? Do you have other employees? No, do you, just us. Do you feel like in a year or two, do you feel like you're, you'd like to grow to a point where you bring on other people? Or do you think it will just primarily just be the two of you? Uh, for right now, it primarily will just be the two of us. But we do want to have a brick and mortar store. You do? At okay. Some point. Okay. Um, so primarily your sales are at fairs and online? Yes. Okay. Um, so you you said your daughter handles a lot of the social media piece. Mm -hmm. So tell us a little bit about your strategy. Like what platforms did you guys decide you were going to use? Do you have a certain uh, strategy that you have in place? So we primarily use Instagram. Uh, we do have a Facebook page and a TikTok that we're trying to branch more off into. So it, right now it's kind of a, hey, I had this idea and we work around it or try to figure out how to make it work and okay. go from there. So most of your sales come from what which platform? Well, I don't say Facebook. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh-huh. Right. So <laughs> you've all heard this before. So you are right. So what I have found in my research with, at least in Rhode Island, Almost every business owner, although they are on multiple platforms, almost all their sales come in through Facebook or Facebook led them to the website where they then make the purchase. 
But we spend, because most of the media people tell us, we spend a, a big amount of our time on TikTok or Instagram, but our sales primarily come from Facebook. So that might just mean that people I walk, work with, the target market might be similar, and that's where those folks are. Um, so what other um, ways do you market? So you, you go to fairs. We, we do a lot of fairs. Um, we just started doing email blasts to past customers. Okay. And anybody who purchases on the website actually gets a discount code for the following month. So other than that, that's pretty much where all of our marketing is. Okay. Um, have you thought about um, changes in the website? Yes. Okay. So talk to us a little bit about that. Like, how did you come up with that conclusion when you first started? Your, your business to where you want your website to be now. Tell us about that progression. So when we got the website, I was handling it, and okay. it was a very big struggle. Um, okay. The whole platform, I just, I couldn't grasp it. Okay. Jordan, however, has a much better handle on it, so I know she's been changing things around, making categories, and so it's not a hodgepodge mess like yeah. I had it. Yeah. So tell me, what do you think um, would be your best advice for customer retention. Um, so you have some customers, you've been in business for a couple of years, people are purchasing from you. Um, how do you feel like your your business was able to retain customers and, and keep the customers you have now being coming back? I think just our customer service. Um, if anybody has a problem with a product, I have no problem either remaking it or refunding it. Uh, we have a couple of customers who what they're looking for, we have, but they're looking for something more target specific. So I have no problem with custom making things. And okay, so I try to stay as open and flexible with our customers as I can. Okay, um, what would you say your biggest uh, your biggest challenge that you feel that you'll be facing for this upcoming year? Uh, scheduling my time wisely. Okay, so um, especially now that the two of you are in different different space. Yeah. Um, so do you have a plan? What's your plan? I intend for myself to at least make a schedule for which products I need to make on which day. That way we have a constant flow of stock versus panicking because we have events coming up or a huge order that came through the website and getting yeah. a, a full-time job and having the business on the yeah. side. I tend to slack on the business side of things. Yep. So. And that's you're not, my main focus. and you're not alone. Most small businesses have that struggle, so that's why having systems in place um, certainly would be extremely helpful, not only for your business but your own sanity. Uh, and that was one of the things when um, I used to talk with Steph, our, our mutual friend Steph, um, who owns Toronto Drive, and that was one of the things that she was like, "Oh, it's so hard to do eight things at once." And I said, "Well, most successful business owners have a system." So, you know, Monday they're doing marketing and they're 100% focused on marketing. And on Tuesday they're doing production and they're 100%, you know, doing what are the orders we have open? What are the orders uh, that we'll need or more backstock that we'll need for upcoming events? And they just kind of work it out that way. So that way you make sure that you hit all those areas because it's very easy to kind of get in the day-to-day -day, uh, situations that, right, that um, all small businesses struggle with. So tell me, um, you said that you and your daughter uh, bonded during the process. 
of uh, starting your business. So talk a little bit more about that. Well, it forced us to spend time together. Um, I wouldn't say we had a horrible relationship prior, but there was a lot of strain and we were very distant and conversations were very one-sided where you'd ask questions or just get the one word answer. And it forced us to spend time together and actually hold conversations about things, even if they were business specific, the conversations became more fluid and easier. And yeah, one thing led to another. And I can probably honestly say she's my best friend now. Mm. So that's awesome. I run my business, um, as I said, with family members. And my daughter is the director of this location here. So um, sometimes there's challenges because uh, it's, well, maybe not the same dynamic because it seems like you guys own this business together. Am I right? Or yeah. So my daughter is my employee. So sometimes it is, it's hard to make that separation for her. Like right now I'm talking to you as your boss. When we get home, I can talk to you as your mom. Um, so I, I find like that is one of the things that um, certainly my relationship with my daughter is extremely important to me. But I, I, I found like I, I really had to be very clear in the setting. This is this is the roles that we're playing. Um, and you may find that as your business expands, which hopefully it will grow and you'll get your brick and mortar, which will then bring in other people. Um, and then so when that happens, there has to be like kind of some some definition there. Uh, I, I think too the uh, the other thing is because you both were working towards a common goal, a common thing, and so it started to build some camaraderie um, and break down some barriers. And it wasn't about uncomfortable things because I mean let's let's face it, making body care products sounds pretty fun and amazing. Picking out herbs and different different ingredients, so it wasn't really the hard conversations. The hard conversations became a little bit easier to introduce as you were working together along the side of each other. Yeah. Um, what would you say your best advice would be to other people who have a small business and they're working with family members? Take one step at a time. Okay. Like not not throwing yourself completely into the fire, but maybe just like one toe at a time. <laughs> I feel like we moved too fast all at once in the beginning. And Okay. So um, talk a little bit more about that. So when we started, it was, well, let's make soap and let's make this to make, like, we had a bunch of products all at once where I feel like we should have started a little bit slower and, like, slowly introduce more because it was a little overwhelming. Sure. At times in the first year where it was like, hey, okay, I got to do this, I got to do this, and I got to make this, and I got to make this, and I felt very scattered. Okay. Did you guys put together a business plan? We have not. Yeah. So I would say that for me is probably the best advice I can give any business owner is putting together a business plan for yourself, right? Whether you need funding or not, a lot of people don't do it because like, well, I don't need funding. I'm going to fund the business myself. But what happens is when you sit down and you say, okay, who are we? What are we making? Who is our target? It helps you, you know, what are our systems? It helps you kind of focus a little bit. Um, and then, so did you find that after you made a lot of different products, did you find that you tracked like what sold and what didn't? And is that how you determined at that point what you were going to keep and what you were? Uh, yeah. We really looked at it this year and we were taking certain things. Yeah. Out. So it sounds like you, you've grown a lot as an entrepreneur, right? It seems like you're, you're naturally putting in things in place that um, maybe you didn't necessarily have when you first started. 
because you were like you said you were just kind of in the heart of your home as you as you put it and um to say hey, let's let's start doing this but then as as it becomes a real business you start to really say oh well we really probably should do this or we really need that well I'm gonna say I certainly appreciate you coming out of your comfort zone I know not everybody is so used to being on camera and having big lights and and all of that so but the great thing is is that when you get out of your comfort zone and it provides opportunities for growth so now more people are going to know about your business so I'm going to give you a, a minute to talk a little bit about your business this will be your 30 second commercial to look in the camera tell people why they should buy your products a little bit about your products and how they get in contact with you so you look with that so we are the Reapers Beauty Company. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. And you can also Google search us for the website. Uh, we make small batch personal care items, soap, lip balm, body scrubs, uh, foot soaks, bath soaks, and bath teas. And we have actually about four or five new items that will be coming out this year as well. Awesome. And so we're going to be looking at um, the new changes in the website that Jordan is spearheading. Uh, we'll be checking you out on your on your media pages as well. And uh, the best way to help support small businesses is to certainly comment and share on their social media uh, posts and share with friends and family that you think might like their products, but then even more, make a purchase from a small business. So um, that is it for a Practical Biz Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the content. We ask that you subscribe. Well, wait a second. Hit the subscribe button. Tell them. Hit the subscribe button. Yes, you're going to stick your head in here. Come say hi. Jonah's like, no way, Jose. <laughs> anyway, I thank you guys both so much for turning, um, uh, you know, turning, tuning in to, uh, to Practical Biz and for you guys coming on the show. You have been a pleasure, and I hope that your relationship continues to grow and blossom into something amazing. I can't wait to go to your grand opening at your brick-and-mortar store uh, in a couple of years. I'm sure that you'll be successful. Seems like you're on the right track. So thank you so much for coming in today. Are you a business owner? Are ready to get your startup? Well, starting. Have a burning question you'd like us to answer? Want to know more about the services we offer? Or register for upcoming workshops and events? Looking to book a guest speaker? Or would like to be a guest on the Practical Biz Podcast? Visit our website at stellabusinessconcepts.com.